talk federal politics with Phil Curry, the political editor of the Australian Financial Review. Phil, good morning to you. We um, we spoke we spoke with the uh, the Prime Minister yesterday, and one of the subjects we broached with him was this prospect of a price cap on gas and coal to try and keep energy uh, bills in check. How significantly has that been set back in a timeline sense, given he's got COVID now? Uh, it's a good question. Well, we don't know because we don't know, um, you know how quick he is and when he can re-engage. So the Premier's rule is supposed to be in Sydney on Wednesday for National Cabinet, where Albanese was to sort of sort of thrash it out. How, um, what, what he wanted them to do is primarily a, a dispute with Western, uh, sorry, with uh, Queensland and New South Wales because they're they're the ones who have coal, and, and, and the, the issue that they can't agree on is capping coal. Um, so Albanese sort of taken over negotiations. He's been talking to the premiers a fair bit about it all. Uh, he was meant to sort of get them around the table Wednesday, and also they're going to have a dinner on Tuesday night at Kirribilli, and now it's all been put off because he's got the runner. So we don't know, but um, look, look, they, they weren't going to get a result on, on Wednesday. I, I spoke to New South Wales yesterday. By close of business, the Commonwealth still hadn't actually given them a detailed proposal as to what they wanted to do. So it wasn't going to be resolved this week anyhow, and I, just, I guess it just means it's going to get pushed back a few days, if, if not longer. If they can find a solution, to be honest, but I can't see a way through at the moment. Because they need state government sign-off, don't they? Hmm. Yeah, on coal they do. So, what, so there's two things make electricity, milk, uh, gas and coal. Right? So they said, let's put it, just pour, intervene in the market and we'll put it, an artificial cap on the price of what's called uncontracted gas. That's gas that's not been you know, contracted for other uses, and that's pretty, that's less, you know, difficult, it's easier to do, but with coal, most of the coal, especially in New South Wales, that's used to make electricity, is already under contract, you know, from a mm. private provider to a private, so you think of viewing in, 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 in private contracts that have already been signed and forcing down prices, and that's not just legally difficult, but, you know, commercially, you know, compensation needs to be paid and all sorts of things, and, and New South Wales is sort of saying, well, we could go ahead and do it, but... We're not going to do it for you. It's not like you came up with the idea, and we've got legal advice that says you can do it. So you do it, and that's sort of been this big dispute. And, uh, and it's just, and yeah, Queensland, for good measure, yeah, they own their coal mines and their power stations, but they would lose huge dividends from their power generators if the price falls down. So they want to be compensated for that. And over in your way, you know, Tom Coots and Dennis Tonus um, and, and, and uh, Peter Malinowskis, they'd get worried about. Capping gas, what they might do to the market, they might they want to develop these gas fields, and they might discourage private investors. So every state's got a bit of a, <laughs> a problem yeah. with it, but it doesn't help when the boss is you know, laid out with COVID. Reserve Bank meeting today as well. Expectation mm. is we'll get another uh, uh, twenty-five basis point increase to to rates. Uh, yes. do, do you think we'll learn much about when the the, the rate hiking cycle will end, will end today? Hopefully, if you listen to the economists, they definitely to know another. 0.25, so that'll take the cash rate up to around 3 or just over 3, 3.1, I think. Uh, and the economists expecting another one. Yeah, small mercy to reserve bank because it's mm. in January, so you get a bit of respite over the summer, but they, they reckon they'll, they'll move again in, in, uh, in February and March, and then maybe that will be it, you know, because then we'll get the inflation numbers. And inflation should have peaked, uh, you know, by, by Christmas. That, that was always the expectation, it hit about 8% by end of the year. Um, so it just depends on nuts people go in the shops and everything else and where they can get energy prices down, that will have a big influence on inflation. So, um, well, you know, I think today maybe over there, hopefully we'll tell us, you know, he's lighted into the tunnel, maybe, uh, but this won't be the last one today. I think you can guarantee that will be a couple more in the new year. In the, in the post-Second World War era, Phil, historically when we've had 
rate hiking cycles and, 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 and battles to get inflation under control, that's quite often been followed by periods of of recession. Is there anyone on the Labor side of politics that's concerned that we might be heading into recession next year, or is there confidence that Australia will be able to avoid what seems inevitable for the the US and, and parts of Europe? Oh, well, we're still mildly confident we will avoid it, we'll, just because our economy is so, so much stronger than those overseas, and, you know, and ironically, you know, we're earning so much money from our resources, and that, that's what helps mm. generate growth. So there's, a bit, there's always an upside to this, but... Um, yeah, but to a lot of people, it feel like recession. Look, it's up to the Reserve Bank. You know, they, 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 you know, they messed it up on the way in. You know, with interest rates, so it's been well documented. You know, if they cut too, if they increase too much and for too long, they could drive us into recession. So they have to make that judgment just to get the balance right to try and sort of push down inflation, but not, you know, you know, put, put the whole economy back in a recession. Yeah. And you've got to be careful because when you do increase rates, it's a, it's a lag. It's a lag effect. It doesn't have an immediate effect. So they have to. You know, what they've already done so far, I may not have watched it. So, you know, they will leave it to the geniuses in, in, uh, in Martin Place and Sydney Martins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they never get it wrong. Good on you, Phil. See you later. <laughs> Phil Curry, the political editor of the Australian Financial Review.